Hello, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Always, we cast a vision before you. We have to get there before we get there. We have to imagine that we're there before we get there. Faith is something to see. Hope for evidence of things not seen. Amen? Amen. Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Amen. That sounds pretty good. How are we going to do it? Living it and living it. Amen. And again, uh, bed mine for the artists for the t-shirts this last uh, Sunday. And uh, we're going to go ahead and order those. Uh, we have some uh, things we want to talk about. Chop it up, as Tim says. Uh, uh, tonight, uh, as we get into our study, uh, questions are, have, uh, what are some of the challenges in your life, and have you asked God about them? Another question is, are you willing to work hard to overcome the challenges that you have prayed to God about, and are you willing to fight to triumph over the trials that you're praying about. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to talk about that, and we pray that God will enable us to have a blessed discussion tonight. Um, we'll continue in this series, Be Brave, Be Brave, which is a study of the book of Joshua. And we've been standing on this word ever since we've been there. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Tonight, we're going to talk from Joshua 17, 14 through 17, uh, the topic of asking for more, asking for more. And let's read this together out loud at the same time. It's three slides up here. It's in your handouts from the NIV. Let's read it on three. One, two, three. Because Joseph said to Joshua, Why have you given us only one large and one portion of the inheritance? We are a new people. The Lord has blessed us abundantly. If you are so numerous, Joshua answered, and if the hill country of Ephraim is too small for you, go up into the forest and clear the land for yourselves. Clear the land for the Federites and Riprites. The people of Joshua, the hill country is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites who live in the plain have shared it with with iron, both those in Beth, Shechem, and the settlements, and those in the valley of Jezreel. But Joshua said to the tribes of Joseph, and to Ephraim and Manasseh, You are numerous and very powerful. You are not only one of them. 
but the forest field country as well. Clearing and his farthest limits will be yours. Though the Canaanites have chariots filled with iron, and though they are strong, you can drive them out. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. We're going to talk about tonight. We're talking about asking for more. We're going to talk about the challenge for more. We're going to talk about the clear of more. And we're going to talk about the conquer of more. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should ask God for more when there's a need for more. Christians should ask God for more when there's a need for more. Tonight we continue in our study in the book of Joshua and Joshua. Joshua chapter 17, we're uh, running into a problem. And it's a problem that, um, that I say that really is a good problem. There are uh, some problems, are good problems, and some problems are some bad problems. And, and if I'm going to have a problem, I want to have a good problem. Yeah. And in the text tonight, uh, we see that there's a good problem. We, we see that there's a tribe that is numerous, and we learned about that tribe this last Sunday. Uh, we learned about Joseph and how God would bless him, and we learned about Manasseh and Ephraim, and we're seeing the, the perpetuation of God's blessings upon their lives because um, they have become too numerous. They were allowed at a certain amount of land, and they were saying, hey, wait a minute, we got too many folk, we can't fit uh, in this land, Joshua, we got too many folk. God blessed us so much uh, uh, that we've got too much. Hello, somebody. And like I said, there are some problems to have, good problems and bad problems. A good problem to have is this kind of problem. Some, some churches run into this uh, problem when revival hits and, 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 and it gets uh, too many folk in here and... and, and, and and folk began to lose their seats, uh, their, the seat that they sit on, somebody else is there, and not enough parking. Uh, these are good kind of problems to have. Hello, somebody. Right, right. Uh, there are all other kind of problems that churches have, and, and, uh, and it has to do with bad problems when people can't get along, uh, or they don't want to grow, they, they don't want to share the love, they want to sit on the love. Oh, Hello, oh, somebody. And those are bad problems, but in the text, I think this is a good problem to have. And I think that this was a good solution as well as we're going to learn tonight. But they had to ask Joshua for more. They had to ask the man of God for more. And this is where we are in the text tonight. But before we get into the text, I pose the question. What are some of the challenges in your life? Anybody want to share some of the challenges that you're facing in your life? Some of you already have. Some of you said the challenge is uh, uh, they got spring fever and they want to, <laughs> they're acting crazy <laughs> because spring break is coming up. Some of you have already shared the problems. Uh, uh, you know, at work, you know, it's just a, a hard time. Or some of you already shared sickness in your body. That, that, that whatever that flu strain is going around, it's taking a whole lot of folk out. Hello, somebody. And, and, and those are challenges uh, that, that, that we may have. Is there any other challenges that were not mentioned? 
struggling with it and, and I ain't been doing nothing but going in circuits. Mm. You know, we talked about going around in circuits. Yes sir. And, and it's just it's it's been pretty pretty hard for me. Amen. I just need the church to pray for me. Amen. That's 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 thanks for your transparency. You, you have an issue. You know what God wants you to do, but you're not doing it. Hello somebody. Now, this, or did you want to be specific about that? Or yes, you just want to say? Yes, God, about it. Be more specific about it? Being disobedient? Well, I mean, he's called me to preach, and I ain't doing it. Oh. Ouch. Okay. Okay. Called you to preach, and you ain't doing it. Amen. 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 And, and many uh, of us, uh, before we submitted to our call, had that issue. We were runoffs. <laughs> and when they say about a runner, when he finally do, gives up. You better watch out. <laughs> so we want to encourage you because uh, uh, it's not something that you take lightly. You get into lightly. And that's why we're not in a rush. You have to have your mind made up and you have to be ready. So uh, uh, anybody else have any challenges they may be facing? Then the question then is, is have you asked God about it? Yeah. Yeah. I got okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm uh, trying to go on and you know, preach and uh, I'm you know, trying to wait till I get stitches out one eye so I have surgery on the other eye and uh, got to get my shoulder fixed with my rotator cup. So I think I can get those kind of under my belt, I'll be uh, better to go, <laughs> you know, so that's uh, what I'm praying about, hoping for, God already done some things for me, uh, uh, these are just some next things in line that we hopefully uh, can uh, get done uh, quickly and, and uh, right away, so we definitely praying about that so we can continue to do what the Lord would have called us to do, and it does, uh, it does slow you down, getting to the point, now if I don't see none of y'all, y'all see me, y'all wave, I ain't being funny, if I don't wave, <laughs> Even if I don't even walk by you, because you got to call my name and say something. Because I, I, I certainly uh, won't know who you are. So mm, mm, mm. I ran that a couple times at the store. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, and that's, that's a challenge. And, and, and you carry that, Rev. I mean, it, you are a great witness to that. Because I think folk don't really realize. Sometimes they hear you, but they don't. Uh, but when, when you're losing your sight and, and you have other issues uh, so so remember uh, you see him out you better shout loud <laughs> let him hear your voice amen amen we'll, we'll continue to pray for your rotator cuff and, and everything else that god can get you ready yeah yeah amen yeah. amen we're going to call you Turl 2.0 when we finish everything. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You go on. Anyway. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, any other challenges? Life itself is a challenge. Yes. I mean, yes. if you're short of money or short of this, and the 
Sometimes you don't realize what's going on around you. Has it always been this bad? And it's been bad in certain areas. You know, yeah. we've always had war. Mm -hmm. The type of wars we're having now are domestic wars, you know, basically the terrorists on our <coughs> soil. You yeah, know, right. just like mm -hmm. the bombing today. We don't know what happened in New York. I don't know mm -hmm. about New York. Uh, right. The building blew up in New York. Really? In Harlem, yeah. Yeah. Harvard, just like yeah. it reminded them of 9 11. Mm -hmm. Building blew up in Brooklyn, New York. We have family there, you know, we've been checking on them. So, uh, uh, yeah. you know, uh, this thing in yeah. Russia. Russia, oh, you know, Russia yeah. doesn't oh. really yeah. space again. Yeah. That's know. scary. Yeah, it is uh, scary. Yeah. And then, you know, we got an airliner. Uh, uh, Just disappeared. Just Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 You know, so I think, you know, that question, I think it's getting more. We've had these things, but it's, we're getting more and more and more. You know, we don't have any relief in between. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's scripture. Yeah. If you read Revelation, yeah. it's scripture. We're living. We're, we're, you can just follow it. It's yeah. scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, I, my sister was sitting and talking about it and looking. And it scares me to death to go mm -hmm. in far, some parts of Revelation. Yeah. I hate to say that, but it does. It just scares me. Yeah. And it always has since I was a kid. You know, you just think of doom and gloom. Yeah. And I think it's just the signs of the times that we're living in. And I think life is, to me, is getting harder. I, I just mm -hmm. think it's getting harder to survive and I remember when my parent when I was little and my parents would talk and church people would come over and everything you know they would talk about different things and I remember my mom and daddy saying you know you're going to see us a time where families have to take care of families in order to and in order to survive amen but there are challenges in life there are challenges in life and, and we want you to know that when, when the challenges come, in anything that you're, you're dealing with, you know, you ask God about it or pray about it, you know, and, and don't take it on, you know, because you're dealing with enough in and of yourself, but when you start taking on what's going on all around the world, that's another thing I think that is uh, more prevalent than it used to be is that uh, 
reporting the news, usually you, you didn't used to hear about what was happening around in China or what was going on around unless it was some, some bad war. Uh, yeah, I think we pay attention, yeah. It was there, I remember But But the quickness of the report, you know, it was normally, it, 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 the way they report now, I mean, it's an instant, in an instance you hear about it because it's just, yeah, it's just breaking. It's a new, the news cycle. They say that the news cycle never stops. It used to be you get the news at 10 o'clock. Now you got you get news every 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 <laughs> all day every day you know we got and it's all bad news hello somebody <laughs> but but let's look at the challenge in the text and see how they handled it okay uh, the text says that the people of, of of Joseph said to Joshua why have you given your uh, us only one allotment and one portion of our of an inheritance. It says that we are a numerous people, and God had, has blessed us. So the way they dealt with their challenge is that they had to go to Joshua, who was the man of God. Uh, the way we deal with our challenges is we have to take it to God himself. Amen. And whatever challenge we're facing, whether it's a good challenge or it's a bad challenge, uh, we take it to the Lord in prayer, in prayer, and, and, and this is what they did, and they would have never come up with a solution had they not uh, asked for a solution. And we talked about this last uh, last uh, Wednesday night, and we, we we looked at Matthew seven seven, where it tells us to 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 ask, you know, to talk to the Lord, to ask Him about uh, things, and to pray. And uh, and Second Samuel here is is one of the saddest texts I say I think that is on Scripture in my own estimation. You say why do you think it's one of the saddest things? Well, so, after David got in trouble, and uh, the man of God confronted David, these are the words that God had for him. He said, "I I gave your master's house to you." And your master's wives into your arms. I, I gave you all Israel and Judah. And if all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. Yeah. Hello, somebody. So, so it, 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 if you just ask, you got to learn to ask the Lord yeah. for what you want and what you need. Amen. Yeah. Hello, somebody. In the text, they, they asked for what they needed. It, it seems pretty simple, but a lot of times we, we don't pray. Basically, this is prayer. We don't pray. We don't yeah. depend upon the Lord. We don't tap into the power of God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to ask God for what we need. That, right. This is what they said. They, they came and they went and they said, hey, this is what we are. We are uh -uh. We too blessed. Too numerous. We need some more space. Now, I always like to warn folk, now, when you ask God for something, you, you might need to be ready for the answer. Because right. mm -hmm. it might not be the answer that you want. And we don't, all, we don't have to worry, and we learned that last time, we don't have to worry when we ask God, we don't have to worry that God's going to give us a stone or a snake. Amen. He's going to give us what's good for us. Yeah. Okay? And uh, this little video is a, a, a prayer emphasis that Based on this uh, the, the, the space issue, we're going to look at uh, in this next point. 
call to prayer for everyone, everywhere. One heart, many prayers at the same time, humbling ourselves to seek the change, trusting him to enlarge our tents in the right direction, strengthening the core, strengthening the stakes, not holding back. For what is still to come, let us seek the Lord together. Amen. And this is a prayer emphasis uh, just that's based on the text that we're going to look at a little later about enlarging territory. our territories. Um, and that's what they did in the text. And, and, and the answer that they got, they would have to be willing to work hard to overcome the challenges that they had prayed for. And the question is tonight, are you willing to work hard to overcome the challenges that you have prayed to God? Just like simple. It has to do with my help. I'm praying that the Lord would, would bless my body. <coughs> I pray that. But I got to do something about it. Okay, not just pray. I got to make some, take some practical steps, which is number one, I'm supposed to eat right, like the doctor said, and I'm supposed to exercise. I'm not as young as I used to be, and I'd be growling about that, because when I was young, my metabolism, I could eat anything, and didn't, <laughs> I'd have to worry about high blood pressure and all of that. But now I got to watch what I eat. I got to get some exercise. I, this is what I have to do. I pray about it. I, I take the practical steps that's needed to get the answer to the prayer. And that's what Christians mess up a lot of times. They pray about it, but they don't do nothing about it. Right, right, right. Hello, somebody. We pray that the Lord would bless us, but what you going to do about it? You paying your tithes? Okay, that's good. But what else you going to do? Are you going to... Uh, uh, be an exemplary employee at work to where they bless you so? Are you going to do what most people in order to become millionaires, they, they have their own businesses. Hello, somebody. We want to be a millionaire. We don't want to own our own. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and, and people who own, they're not giving it away. Remember back in the day, we used to ask for what? Have to ask for what? A raise because what? Because they're just not going to just give it to you. Gotta ask for. <coughs> Hello, somebody. But whatever it is, the challenges that we face, we've got to take the practical steps to get the answers that we need. And, and this is what Joshua told them. He said, "Okay, if uh, you are, are, are so numerous," Joshua answered, uh, "and if the hills of the country of Ephraim is too small for you, what did he say? Go and do." Go up and into the forest and what? Clear the land for yourselves there. Hello, somebody. 
They say, you, you, you got what you want, but you got to work for it. <laughs> you, yeah, you got to clean up the mess. You, 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 God said, I, 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 I can bless you, but you've got work to do. You got to clear some stuff out. Hello, somebody. You want good health? You go clear that refrigerator out of that bad food. Hello, somebody. You, you, you want to be blessed in your finances? First of all, you give to God, and then you start, uh, instead of giving your money away, invest your money and think about ways that you can uh, become a better business person. Hello, somebody. Uh, there's work to do. There's work to do. Uh, when asking for more, it really means that you really, you, you have to work for more. Right. Hello, somebody. Um, Isaiah uh, 54, 2 is one of, one of uh, I preached from this text uh, back in 2012. Uh, entitled Stretching Out Into Your Destiny. And I think back in my first pastorate, I, I preached from this text entitled Think B-I-G. B-I-G meaning believe in God. Right, right, right. And, 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 and this is what this text, Isaiah 44, 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tents. Stretch out your tent curtains. Do not hold back. Lengthen your, your cords. Strengthen your stakes. And this is basically what they would have to do. They would have to go up to this country, this side where the forest was, um, and, and they would have to clear up the land. Now, one of the reasons they didn't want to do that was because, I'm going to see if anybody knows who these folks were. <coughs> Hello, giants! There were giants in the land! <laughs> so in order to be blessed the way they wanted to be blessed, there was giants in the land. And not only that, we hear about what they had. They had these chariots of iron. <laughs> so which meant in order for them to be blessed the way they had to be blessed, they were going to have to step out on the promises of God and go out and clean not just the forest up, they're going to take the giants out and take them folk out who had the iron chariots. They would have to realize that God was on their side. You're asking for more, well, you're really asking for more work to do. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and are you willing to work? I, I come to the conclusion ain't nobody going to outwork me. They may be smarter than me. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, but you ain't going to outwork me. Hello, somebody. I, I, I can do the work, Lord. Just let me do the work. Hello, somebody. And then God will bless me. Right, right, right. And, and, and if you want to be blessed and you want to ask God for more, you're asking for more work. Hello, somebody. You're asking for more work. If you want to be blessed, man, hello, somebody. You got, you got to work. You got, you got to work harder. You got to work harder. You can work harder and smarter. And God is on your side. And, that, and in order for them to do this, they would have to remember that God was on their side. That the only way they could do it would be by faith. The only way they could do it would be by faith. Because they would have to step out upon the promises of God. Asking for more. So you still want to ask for more? You better watch out. Because you might not like the answer. <laughs> Lastly. Are you willing to fight 
hard to triumph over the trials you are praying to God about. As we said tonight, there's nothing getting easier. It's not getting easier. And, and, and I tell Christians all of this uh, uh, all the time that the devil just ain't going to just sit back and just let you do the devil. The devil ain't going to give you nothing unless you compromise. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, you done switch sides. <laughs> so, so, in other words, if you're going to be blessed, you're going to have to fight for it. Whatever it is, and your health, and your wealth. Hello, somebody. If you want to ask for more, that means you got to work for more, and then it means you got to believe for more. Amen. It means you're going to have to fight. That's why Paul always talks about in, in, in the faith. And anybody tell how Paul described the faith at the end of his life? What did he do? Said, I fought a good fight. Hello, somebody. He, he, he didn't say he was in a fight like with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would come out and knock somebody out in 30 seconds. No, 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 no. It, this was a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it went all around. Hello, somebody. And he had me down sometime, and I had, but I fought the good fight. Yeah, good fight. Hello, somebody. And what else did he do? He kept the faith. That's what Christian folk in our day and times with so many challenges that we are facing. <laughs> Many times they don't keep the faith. They give up right. and walk away from the faith. Wow. wow. Come on. <laughs> you walk away from God himself? <laughs> because things ain't going your way because you, you ain't been, but because you're not willing to work harder? Because you want something given to you? I hear we raised a generation of, of young folk that will just want stuff given to them. Come on. Right. Hello, somebody. And, and, and listen to what I said. I said, we raised. Hello, somebody. Because <laughs> some of us weren't raised that way. Hello, somebody. We always had to work for what we got. Hello, somebody. Because if you come from nothing, the only way you're going to get something is what? You're going to have to work for it. Well, nobody giving nothing out. <laughs> Hello, somebody. To work, you have to work. So, 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 you got to be willing in the spiritual realm to, to add that same tenacity that you had from going up and, and having nothing. And and, and you got to uh, allow your kids to work for stuff. Stop giving them every time. Amen. Amen. Hello, somebody. They ain't going to have no survival skills if you give them everything. You got to let them work for it. Amen. That's what my mom and them did for me. Give me. I had a car when I was a teenager, but I worked for it. Hello, somebody. And when that car went down, guess what happened? They didn't give it. It was down. They didn't give it. So I had to, I had to use my feet and start catching the bus. Hello, somebody. And it, and it helped me for when I grew up, when I was without a car. I didn't say, I ain't got no car. I can't get no job. I ain't got no car. I had to get up early and catch the bus and go and find me a job. Hello, somebody. Sometimes I had to walk. Oh, couldn't afford to catch the bus. And I had to use my own two feet and walk to the job. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You got to fight for it. 
Don't give up. In, in your spiritual walk and in this life, ain't nothing going to be given to you. Come on, man. Not unless your, your last name is Trump. <laughs> we got any Trumps in the house? <laughs> you got to be willing to fight for it. <laughs> this last uh, text, this is what it said, Conquerable, Conquerable. He said, okay, uh, there was a challenge for more. Then he said, okay, I gave you, you asked for it, and I'm giving you the answer. Okay, you go out and clear that land of the forest, of the giants, and of the chariots. Go out and clear that land. Hello, somebody. And then we come to, to, the, to the conquest of Moor. But uh, uh, the forest hills uh, country as well. And clear it. And its furthest limits will be yours. Uh, though the Canaanites have what? Chariots, what? With iron. with iron, and and though they are what strong, what did he say? You can drive them out. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Can you imagine what a chariot looks like for a giant? There's some, there's some, there's some, there's some big stuff going on there. You said you wanted more. Okay, you can have more. Go get more. Go get it. Hello, somebody. I, I know that there's a challenge there. I, I know that there's the giants are there. I know that they, they have chariots fitted with iron. And I know that they are strong, but he says what? You can drive them out. But you can drive them out. Hello, somebody. For somebody, he said, whatever challenge that you can face, you can drive it out of your life. If you do the right thing, whether it's financially, whether it's physically, you drive it out of your life. As a matter of fact, God was preparing them for this day. If they had to do a little Bible study and look at Deuteronomy 20 and 1, uh, it says what? When you go to war against what? And see what? Horses and chariots. And what? Army greater than yours. What? Because the Lord your God who brought you up out of Egypt will be with you. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, that, that's a, that becomes a faith issue. God said, don't be intimidated by the challenges in your life. I knew you were going to be facing these challenges. And as a result, I say right now, and I said back then, that you could have the victory. So all you've got to do is go out and conquer more. Hello, somebody. You go out and conquer more. Yeah, that you are more than a conqueror, regardless of what you're facing, whether it's your health. Oh, whether it's your wealth, or whether it's your marriage, whether it's uh, whatever your challenges are, God says you can conquer more. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You can conquer more. You can do more. He said, uh, don't be intimidated by what you see. Didn't, didn't we say there was so much going on in this world? Pains disappearing, bombings, hello somebody, sickness, hello somebody. He said, don't be intimidated by what you see. 
You, you, you see that what you see. Don't don't be intimidated by what you see. Come on, man. Amen. Don't allow. Even if this is the end days, Christians shouldn't be intimidated by the end days, especially if it's the Lord bringing the end. Hello, somebody. Oh, I said something. <laughs> if it is the end days and every day, well, that means the Lord is coming. Hello, somebody. That's something that we as Christians look forward to. Hello, somebody. We, we look forward to hearing that, 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 that Gabriel blow his horn. Hello, somebody. And the dead in Christ rise first. And those who remain alive will be caught up in an instant. Oh, and we'll be together with him forever. Hello, somebody. Nice, don't right. don't be intimidated by your times and what you see. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Right. Hello, somebody. That plane disappeared to man, but God knows where it is. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, ain't no ain't no shocker. We we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be fearful. Hello, somebody. Of all the challenges that we need, we don't have to be afraid. God is with us. Thank you. Hello, somebody. I believe we call him Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? God is with us. So don't be intimidated by what you see. What's going on at work? What's going on in your marriage? What's going on in your body? You may be sick. Well, you just rest and say, well, I'm going to rest in the Lord till I get well again. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Well, you may have a self-imposed sickness. Hello, somebody. I'm going to have to put them, um, them, them that, that, that fried chicken away. <laughs> and, them, and all that pork I was eating away. I can, I can get healed. I, I can get better. I ain't got to be intimidated. Hello, somebody. Asking for more. When you ask for more. You might not like the answer that you get, but you can still conquer. Amen. 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 But any questions, comments, or concerns before we enter into our time of prayer? Remember Ladette when we pray, Pastor Tom? For a special prayer for our sister Ladette. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. I'm going to begin and pause and allow you to talk to God for yourselves and then close us. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, humbly bowing before your majesty. Father God, as we humble ourselves and bow ourselves unto your majesty, Father, we, we thank you, Father, that you are God and that you're worthy to be praised. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you, Lord. We thank you, Father, that that you are God and there's nothing that we face today that we have to, uh, that we can be intimidated by, Father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing, Lord, that's yeah. going on in our world today that, 
that can intimidate us, Father, because you are God and God alone, God all by yourself, God Almighty, God who's worthy to be praised. God is worthy of glory, honor, power, dominion, and might forever and ever and ever as the angels and the elders are singing praises to your holy name. They're saying holy, 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 which means set apart because they can't think of anything that's like you, Father. There is none like you, Father. You are set apart, Father, and we glory in you tonight, Father, because, Lord, if we don't glory in you tonight, Lord, we might just lose our minds. If we don't glory in you tonight, Father, we might just lose our peace. If we don't glory in you tonight, Father, we might just leave this place all week. If we don't glory in you tonight, Father, we might just give up, but we glory in you tonight, Father, and we glory in you tonight. We lift you up. We say you're worthy to be praised. You're holy, holy, holy. We say you are God and God. All alone, we put you, Father, where you are. And if we put you where you are, Father, you can put our minds where we need to be, which means our minds need to be at peace. Our minds need to be at rest. Oh, our bodies need to be refreshed. And we pray tonight, Lord, for, for those that came here tonight, Lord, and had a long day. Father, we pray, Lord, that you regenerate them, Father, right now in Jesus' name. That you give them that sweet Jesus rest before they lay down and have a good night's sleep. Oh, Lord, regenerate their energy. Regenerate their strength. Oh, Lord, regenerate their hope. Regenerate their might. Give them, Father, what they need and what they came in need of today. Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we come praying, Lord, for you that your healing power will flow from this place. We're praying, Lord, for Sister Lynette, Father. Praying, Lord, you touch her. You make her whole. You make her well again. Praying, Lord, for all those members who are here tonight who are having issues within their bodies. Praying for those members who are here tonight who have loved ones that have issues with their bodies. We still believe that there's a bomb in Gilead. We still believe that you can cause healing to flow from heaven into this place or to a place where a person needs to be made whole and well again. Father, and we're still reminded, Lord, of those of us who are mourning, Father. And we pray, Father, that you comfort them, Father, for such a time as this. Oh, Lord, they've been injured greatly. But, Father, we know, Lord, that you can heal greatly. And we come, Father, tonight, Lord. Oh, Lord, not praying, Lord, that you take the memory of the loved one away, but just take the pain of losing a loved one, Father, in Jesus' name. Give them strength. Give them hope. Give them might. Father, give them regeneration, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, we uh, stretch out uh, to you, Father. We humble ourselves uh, before you tonight, Father. And asking you, Father, to take care of our every need, Father. And not only that, uh, but take care of our world, Father, which seems to be falling apart. Uh, oh, Lord, which seems to be strange things uh, seem to be happening, Father. But we just want to oh, commit our world unto you, Father. Whether it's there in New York uh, or halfway around the world, all the way around the world, we give it all uh, unto you, Father. It's your creation. You created it, Father. And you will maintain it until Jesus come again, Father. And then there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, but until then, Father, 
you to take care of all of this stuff that we hear about. All of this news that we hear. Lord, we pray, Lord, you take care of this world. Take care, oh Lord, even our thoughts of this world. Father, help us to know, oh Lord, that you're always in control when it seems like life is out of control, Lord. In Jesus' name, we look to you, Father. We look to you, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, Father God, take care of our every need, our every concern. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for sins was buried and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listen throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home. And put your hedge of protection around us all. 
Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again, now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10. 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.